Hey guys, does capitalism have you down? Does the constant pressure to be productive get to you? Are you tired of being a cog in the machine? Then we invite you to be a part of the revolution against toxic productivity by embracing the useless things. Welcome to episode 45 of the Very Unimportant People podcast. Do less. I'm your host, Courtney, and this weekend I went bouldering for the first time. Oh my god, that is so fun and fresh. Courtney, you're always doing something. You're such a doer. I love <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> She's just always got Never. something on the Not go, Who's trying she? something new, always <laughs> going out, outside of your comfort zone, trying some new scary experiences. Dude, that's so cool. Thanks. I'm Lydia. <laughs> and this weekend, I sent a compromising photo to a person by accident. Tell him the story, girl. I just really needed to get this out there, I think. I'm sure we've all been in this situation where where mm-hmm. you're a little drunk with your friends and you're like, oh my god, like we're so hot. We should just take naked photos of each other. So that's kind of the situation that I found <laughs> myself in. Now, let me tell you, I we've all been in this mm-hmm. situation, although it doesn't happen to me often. You know what I mean? And <laughs> but... This one time it did happen. It decided to happen on Snapchat. And long story short, there was supposed to be a Snapchat story posted. Mm, For a very select audience. Very select audience, Mm -hmm. right? And then there was going to be, you know, maybe something that would come out of that. Some sort of something. And instead, there was... I guess a miscommunication where the Snapchat <laughs> got sent directly to the audience, which is very different, very different than being posted on a Snapchat story so versus different. a direct send. And when I tell you, when I when I held the phone in my hand after taking those photos, after my friend took those photos, I held it in my hand and I saw the little red delivered. My heart literally dropped my whole world stopped moving. Everything was slow motion. I I fell into a state of panic. <laughs> I don't know what happened. I don't know what happened after that. I think I blacked out for a couple of seconds. <laughs> Maybe for Honestly, the, rest of the yeah. night. I'm not I even think, sure. I oh, think everyone no. can relate to that feeling, like sending something to someone that you don't mean to. No. And there's no undoing it, you know? Once it's out there, yeah. she out there. It's she out there. there. And, like, guys, deleting people off of Snapchat does not unsend your snaps. <laughs> Let me just <laughs> also clarify that. <laughs> I did a lot of Googling and trying to figure out how to undo this little accident. Um, but, yeah, there is no undoing it. It just happens. And then you have to face the consequences. <laughs> so, uh, if it could happen to me, it could happen to you. It this is a PSA. Do not... Take, take photos on your camera photos on snapchat yeah and then yeah. upload to snapchat if you want to use them on snapchat yes yes they don't need to be direct like that mm. unsolicited a little bit too i take might the add option away yeah. <laughs> <laughs> completely random <laughs> my life bro oh what a horrible horrible miscommunication too eh mm. the worst kind the stakes were so high, too. So and high. <laughs> I can't believe there was no, like, are you sure? There was I'm no gonna conversation. I'm going to do this. I agree. This is the problem Sending. with drinking. 
it just makes you too bold i think and like yeah it just fair enough. allows you to do things that maybe you normally wouldn't do but mm. yeah i don't know where we're gonna go from here is. <laughs> it is what it is just it's accept that is. the universe is random and sometimes things just happen and now yeah this is one of those moments you know and now that's how the universe yeah. is random it'll be okay yeah it's gonna be fine it's gonna be it's gonna be fine. <laughs> so yes, that is a personal problem <laughs> <laughs> that I've been dealing with. It's a little funny. I'll give you that. It is a little it funny. Is funny. Anyways, <laughs> bouldering. <laughs> Where'd you go? Um, oh yeah, a little less exciting, but yeah, I went bouldering, <laughs> which was surprisingly a lot of fun i think i'm gonna Ooh. get into bouldering i didn't oh i didn't think God. i would enjoy it as much as i did but like as a kid That's i awesome. always like like climbing trees and like you know yeah all that um so i really 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 enjoyed it i think it's oh a fun God. activity it's actually like i i can never stick with exercise just for doing mm-hmm. exercise but there's actually I like agree. fun in this exercise there's a purpose you're trying to get to the top of the wall and there's like different difficulties mm-hmm. um so there's like a problem solving aspect to it where like yeah. you try one way and it doesn't work and you have to step down and like stare at the wall for like five minutes and plan your next route and then try again and out. then yeah mm. it was so cool and my favorite part personally is when you get to the top and mm-hmm. like you do the whole thing you have to like touch the top one with two hands yeah and then once you do that you just push off the wall and you get to like free fall for like five seconds it's so much fun so awesome and then you (laughs) land on this big cushy mat and it just feels like so liberating just to like push off the wall and just jump just eat that sounds amazing yourself (laughs) (laughs) i have successfully successed and and those few minutes in the air are just like so nice and peaceful you feel like you're floating was so much fun oh, that sounds so amazing what an amazing yeah. and like, like very good exercise oh. like cardio strength everything mm-hmm. i was so sore the next day dude so i tried bouldering once and it was so hard yeah. like i literally could barely fucking do it like there's something with your wrists i don't know i think i was doing it wrong yeah. where like i was oh. putting too much onto like my wrist or something but you're supposed to use uh. like your bicep and like i don't really know what was happening but i was so bad yeah. at it <laughs> I can't believe you made it to the top of the wall on your first try. Congratulations. Oh, thanks. Um, (laughs) Luckily, we were with, like, people who kind of knew what they were doing. Um, And that that is very helpful. Very helpful. I highly recommend going with somebody who knows what they're doing. Because, like, Mm -hmm. there's this one wall that I literally tried five times, could not do. And then one of the people that we were with came up to me and she was like, oh, just do this and this and this. And then she was like coaching me as I went and I got up it. No problem. It was just like all about the way that you position your body and like angles, math. That's so fun. Um, So I highly recommend going with other people. Uh, That sounds So much fun. 10 out of 10 experience. Highly recommend to everyone. All right. But we should move on. Yes. Let's let's move forwards. Onwards (laughs) and upwards. You just need to move on from experiences. You need to think about what they taught you. Hope for the best and then just move forwards. Things happen. (laughs) You have to be grateful for them. Anyway. (laughs) I'm going to cut off your monologue there. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Fair. Okay, guys. Now is the part of the podcast where we talk about the poll from last week. Uh, The poll can be found on our Instagram at very.unimportant.people. 
And you can participate on every Wednesday slash Thursday. And actually, it's more like Thursday might be a little too late. So try to get on there on Wednesday. Um, So let's get into it. Last week, we talked about dead internet theory and Jonathan, the world's oldest turtle, who is, to clarify, 189 years old. (laughs) If you were following us on Instagram, we could not figure out, I could not figure out the age of this goddamn turtle. (laughs) But I got it down now. He's old as fuck. That's all that matters. So the first question on the poll was, do you think bots are making content on social media? And 100% of you said yes. Pretty telling. Cool. You're woke. You're aware. We're That's on so you, cool. Internet. Yeah, we are. We know. The second question, we got the age of the turtle right. The second question <laughs> is, would you like to live to 189 years if you were a turtle? 50% of you said yes. This and 50%, 50% of you said no. Interesting. See, I understand because it's a little bit of existentialism. 189 years is a long time, but also you would be a turtle. So is that a pro or a con? Yeah. I said yes because I was like, as a human, no. But right. Jonathan has lived like a really nice life. He just yeah. eats and hangs out with his friends. Like as a turtle. For like 200 <laughs> years. Thank you. That was fucking awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Next we have is being online better or worse than it was in 2010? And 67% of you said it's worse. <laughs> I find this funny. That's Honestly, so funny. when I was making this question, I was like thinking about actually thinking about the internet because in 2010 we didn't have tiktok and tiktok is pretty fucking sick so highlight of the internet yeah that's the only thing like 2010 internet was like you know og instagram like that was also a good time and you could go to like a lot of different websites and places and tumblr was (laughs) around which was also super fun so i understand Mm -hmm. why it was better really funny youtubers yeah really good youtubers not just like get ready with me no we had content no (laughs) <laughs> we had creativity creative content yeah man. yeah people so make like I movies and shit completely completely yeah. agree that it is a little bit worse <laughs> tiktok doesn't make up for everything we lost no um and then the last question was does jonathan the oldest turtle make you feel better about the existential crisis now this is kind of a two-parter because first of all you have to have an existential crisis but i'm pretty sure if you're a follower of our podcast you probably do (laughs) you can probably relate um and 67 percent of you said yes little johnny little johnny making people feel better honestly i agree like i felt a little better too big johnny Johnny. because it's like you can have a good life if you're old like you know i yeah. That's not fully the reason, but that's the part of it. It's like you can just vibe. Yeah. You can just vibe for 189 and, years old and, and it's all going to be okay. Everything that's bad in the world didn't exist when this turtle was born. And so, it, you know, there's hope. And he's still living a good <laughs> life. Things can change. Thank you so much for participating, everybody. And I look forward to every week to this part of our podcast <laughs> when me and Courtney get to sit down and raz and daz and jazz about the poll from last week (laughs) so make my day (laughs) go participate right now (laughs) and uh yeah we'll see you in three seconds on the podcast (laughs) bye Bye. all right y'all i am starting off this week and i feel like this opinion might be a bit of a downer but it's something that i have felt for so long and i feel judged for it and it's just that I don't like holidays. I think they're not special anymore and there's At too many all? of them. 
What? Not not I think at there all. should be more okay. holidays. Not okay, it's not <laughs> at all. It's not that I don't like them at all. It's just yeah, A, there's too many of them. B what? They're too stressful. They're a little stressful. C everybody wants you to be festive. Even when you don't want to be festive. That's actually not even on my list here, but that's another point that I want to bring up. If somebody, <laughs> even before I start my opinion, if somebody doesn't like Christmas, guys, don't force them to like Christmas. I like getting together <laughs> with my family. I like the vibe yeah. on the day. It's very nice. It's very merry, very special. I don't want to mm. be celebrating it in November. I'm sorry. Oh, my God. Turn dude. off your Christmas carols. I don't care. It's mm. not the time. It doesn't always have to be a holiday. That's my beef. It's always a holiday. And it just it, it makes them not special interesting like we're always in a season that is a holiday based around a holiday right like winter is immediately christmas fall is immediately thanksgiving and there's just so spring is it's like you're always getting ready for the next one and i'm like just let can i just live sometimes outside of holidays (laughs) i don't know if you can i don't know that's kind of the end of my opinion though we kind of oh we skip to the end real quick but (laughs) i just got real heated right off the bat no it's okay that was my own fault that was my own fault. Okay. Just <laughs> part of the beef, though, is also that <laughs> capitalism has like hijacked holidays. Absolutely. That is also part of the beef. Mm-hmm, Anyways, mm-hmm. let's start with Christmas, the big kahuna of holidays. All right. Yes. The big mama. Yeah. And Christmas, it's supposed to be a time for those who are Catholic to celebrate and honor the life of Jesus. Jesus the Christ. birth of Jesus. Yes. <laughs> the birth of Jesus, not the life of Jesus. That's the life. <laughs> the birth of Jesus. Technically, um, Easter is the death. Sorry. I was a race Catholic. Guys, I'm sorry. I'm not. I wasn't. <laughs> I did a brief stint at a Catholic yeah. school. Um, you had a brief little moment. That's pretty much it. Anyways. Yeah. That's what it's supposed to be. But yes. it's now like a cultural holiday where people who aren't Catholic, like, I mean, I guess I'm baptized, like many people, just just celebrate it. Even not for religious reasons. Um, and I think yeah. the cultural expression of it is kind of weird. Because Jesus' whole thing was, like, caring about the poor. And he, like, warned about the dangers of materialism. But, like, the whole event is literally centered around consumerism. And, like, <laughs> receiving uh, and giving gifts. Oh, my God. Jesus would not be happy about no. that. No. No. And it's really not that special anymore because you know how people are like, oh, it's the thought that counts. When somebody gives you a gift, you're like, oh, my God, thank you for thinking about me. You're literally yeah. forced to buy people gifts and people know that they're coming. So the thought doesn't even count. In this. Like, you are literally, <laughs> you have to give the gift. Oh, how is it that's... the thought? Oh, interesting. So you would prefer like an unsolicited gift, like at any yes. random moment over like yes. this is for a specific holiday type yes. of situation. Yes. Hmm, Not I was socially and culturally forced into buying this right. for you. But wouldn't you feel left out when everyone else is getting gifts and everyone else is like talking about all the stuff? I just think the whole event should change. I'm not talking about just me. I'm not talking about change on a personal (laughs) level. I'm talking about big change. Okay, big change. I think it's stupid. This is big picture stuff. (laughs) Guys, normalize giving gifts for no reason and stop buying gifts for holidays. I love that. As a materialistic person, I'm down. (laughs) Uh, It's also like real stressful, guys. Holidays, so stressful. There's busy malls, things sell oh, out, finances. So you have to think of a special gift for everyone. And I'm not that good at that. Maybe I can do like one, but mm-hmm, doing a special mm-hmm. gift for everyone at one time, that's 
that's a lot of too brain much power. Brain power. I totally that's a agree. Lot of stress. Mm-hmm. Um, you also have to try to like coordinate your work schedule and like there's like this game of like pleasing everyone where like you know you have to be with your families on certain days and like friends on certain days and for people mm. who you know are with another person sometimes you have to like decide which family you're gonna right. spend christmas with totally. and then you like offend the other one there yeah where did that come so much, from like, that's social such a stress. good point yeah, yeah. and you just want to like it maybe spend stressful. your christmas with your person but yeah you, but everyone's like it becomes stressful and we and have people, to see yeah. each other yeah and mm, then they get offended and then whole thing yeah that doesn't so happen weird. to me personally but it's a whole thing yeah yeah, yeah. I, i've heard it happen in like other families and stuff but yeah why why did we like come to that conclusion where we're like well mm. if you can't spend christmas with us then you don't love us as a family you but it's like maybe me. they spend so much other time with you maybe yeah. you babysit their kids every weekend and then suddenly christmas is the end all and be all for your whole relationship where right. did that come from right where is the spirit of christmas like you see let each other do. all the time, let anyways. People, let people be. Christmas? Yeah, what the hell? Let people exist. Christmas is supposed to be about peace, and that's not very peaceful. And everyone no. fights. That's such a yeah. trope in the movies that everyone fights during Christmas. Well, like ER visits apparently like skyrocket during Christmas because oh. people are together and people get like heated and angry and like incidents happen. That's but it so always funny. happens over the holidays when people are together. Don't force people to come together if they don't want to be no. together. Maybe there'll be no. less people in the ER. Interesting, Courtney. I think you're onto something here. Thank you. <laughs> All right, <laughs> and like on the gifts, you receive a lot of gifts that you don't want and you don't like, and you have to give gifts that you know people aren't gonna like. But it's solely because you're forced to give that person a gift, and you can't think of a better one. It's not that you don't love them. It's not that you don't want to get them a gift. It's just like. Sometimes you can't think of one on the spot, you know, a good mm-hmm. one. And there's so much pressure to give, like, the best gift and, like, such a special gift. And it just can't happen sometimes. Yeah. And there's some economists that actually theorize that um, Christmas is an economic waste for this reason. Because you buy a book for a friend, right? Your friend likes books. You're like, hmm, I'm going to buy this book. You pay $30 for it. You mm-hmm. give it to friend. Friend opens book, realizes this is a book they don't like. They're never going to read this book. This is not their genre. And they value this book at maybe like 12 cents, but they have to keep it anyways. And that is a waste. You just wasted $30 because that person's never going to touch that book. That's so true. Fuck. And no one's better off in that situation. Mm -hmm. You just spent money on something that no one's ever going to read. Your friend is like, Mm -hmm. yay, thank you. It's the thought that counts when you were just like forced to do it. It's weird. It's awkward. <laughs> but giving cash is taboo. But I think giving cash should not be taboo because people can spend it how they want, you know? Here's yeah, that's so true. It'd be Take so much better to give Buy cash. <laughs> there was this episode of Seinfeld where uh, Jerry and Elaine, like, had sex. And then <laughs> and then it was her birthday, like, a couple days later. And since yeah. they were broken up, he wasn't sure, like, what gift to give her because it was her birthday, blah, blah, blah. And he just gave her cash. <laughs> And she was like, you gave me cash. <laughs> it was really funny. That's, yeah, it's I think so Seinfeld is to blame to for cash. money being taboo. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of it a nice a gift sometimes. Um, sometimes, yeah, sometimes I'm like, thank you. I yeah. might recover from the financial strain of Christmas now. <laughs> thank you for yeah. paying me back. <laughs> <laughs> for all the economical wastes that I've just committed. <laughs> That's the other Shit. thing that I don't understand is like, 
You buy someone gift. They buy you gift. It's like a net zero. You know what I mean? Yeah, I guess I don't know if this makes sense. Okay, let me explain it in another way. Okay. Some years, my brother and I have a birthday. Like, one week within like away from each other we're two years apart but our birthdays were within the same week and there are some years where we both agree that neither of us are buying each other a gift because it's the same thing as both of us buying each other gifts you exchange gift (laughs) oh my god it's net zero it's still net zero you know i spent money you spent money i got thing you got thing but if you just don't do it you're in the same situation but you didn't have to spend money it's like spending money to you're just like paying (laughs) to receive something that you might not want, but instead you, you could just, just keep that money and spend it on oh, something that you want. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Literally. It's like an inefficient oh shopping God. system to pay money to receive something you don't want. Just yeah, buy yeah. yourself something, guys. <laughs> Everyone on Christmas should go out and buy themselves something. Wrap it up. We can all open our own gifts together. I love that. Treat yourself. <laughs> Christmas should become treat yourself. <laughs> oh my God, Christmas just because. <laughs> That'd be so insane if you just buy yourself a bunch of stuff and then everyone opens it. That would be so much fun. The money that I spend on Christmas can spend on myself. Everyone would be happier for it. You know? (laughs) I think I went to something. Anyways. Whoa. I'm sorry that I'm ruining Christmas. I can't get over the net zero thing. Like, you might as well just not get a gift. And one of you might even be better off because you didn't get something you don't want. Exactly. And you don't have to go through the stress of, like, what do I get this person? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, sometimes Me and it's my better. brother have a relationship where we give each other alcohol. Oh, that's good. A- alcohol is a good present. Yeah. There's no like, there's never any thought into it. It's yeah. just like once he started being drinking age, I gave him alcohol and he gave me alcohol. So. Yeah, sometimes you just get into like habits with gifts where like that person starts expecting. Like I always get my brother socks and now like <laughs> it's just a thing that I get him socks for gifts. Yeah, yeah. And I feel like I can't stray away from that now. Like, no, no, you can't. He's you waiting on his socks, you know? <laughs> Every year he's like, I'll I buy socks. socks. And he's like, no, no, I'll just get socks from Courtney. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. <clears throat> I like it. All right. Talking about spending. Um, so the average American in 2019 spent $920 at Christmas. And oh, there was that's... national spending of $1 trillion over the holiday season. That's Christmas, yes. Eighteen percent of parents these big numbers huh? have no spending limits at Christmas. Eighteen percent, and thirteen percent say that they would max their credit cards to give their kids the best holiday ever. Oh, which is sweet, so but I don't think parents should have to do that. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, I see what you mean. All right, back to stats. All right, so twenty-six percent of people are willing to receive no gifts if it meant not spending um and 25 <laughs> percent same 25 percent would opt out of giving gifts 15 percent would opt out of traveling to see family which is okay fun. traveling during the christmas holiday is <sighs> difficult the worst. i will give you that uh 100 my aunt and uncle they used to come down every year and then me and my brother graduated high school and i haven't seen them in years <laughs> like they were really just there for yeah. us to be like to like watch us grow up and like see us every once in a while but now they're like we just can't mm. drive down to the gta anymore because like it's so busy and yeah. they're from napanee hometown of avril lavigne and they're used to oh. no traffic whatsoever so to come down here during christmas the sludge the slush the traffic they hate it they can't do it it's so bad yeah traveling Mm -mm. 
Um, also, it. 21% of engagements happen at the holidays. Yes. Um, but many partners feel pressure to propose at the holidays, even if they're not, oh. like, emotionally or financially ready. So a lot oh. of engagements happen, like, prematurely at the holidays because they're, like, they feel like they have to because it's the holidays. Oh the family's together. Yeah. What? That okay, listen to this stuff. Bogus. Listen. listen <laughs> I've never to heard this. of that. Okay. People get engaged during Christmas. 60? 61% of Americans in 2019 were dreading the holidays. 61%, guys. There is no magic of Christmas when the majority of people are dreading it. And it was due to oh. financial strain. That's why people were so scared of it. Because of, like, the economic and financial strain. One third of Americans are losing sleep worrying about how they're, they're going to pay for Christmas. Oh, and my God. That's so sad. A quarter of respondents... Uh, believe that they will go in debt this Christmas, and one-fifth are still paying off bills from last year's Christmas. It's too much, guys. It's too much. That's... If yeah, Christmas is causing consuming. this much stress, we need to change it. It's supposed yeah. to be a nice time for everyone, and it's, like, not the nicest time for yeah. a lot of people. So We need to change the Just way thoughts. maybe we give gifts. Like, I think yes. getting and receiving and, sorry, giving is still, mm -hmm. like, nice. And, yeah. you know, I am of the mind that, like, um, I don't know if this has just been, like, hammered into me by a Catholicism, mm -hmm. but, like, you know, giving is feels better than receiving or whatever. Mm -hmm. Not 100% true, but it is totally true. Like, it feels so nice to, like, give someone something, like, nice yeah. and something sweet. But I think that thoughtful presence, like, that actually is the mm -hmm. thought that counts, are possibly better than Mm -hmm. a big price tag on something so maybe instead yeah. of going into debt for these gifts it could just be genuinely something thoughtful yeah. <laughs> and like i don't know i i like crafts <laughs> maybe we can just start crafting things for each other mm -hmm. and like you know a handmade scarf a handmade hat yeah. Yeah. something if we had more time along those lines that's <laughs> to do all that thing, that would be time. great yeah 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 that's that's the trade-off is like thoughtful gifts are nicer and like maybe cost less but they do take a lot more time and like time that's true in this world today is something that we don't have a whole lot of all the time mm -hmm. it's so i just think there currency. should be less pressure to just give gifts in general. gift giving mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know you can love someone without ever giving them a present yeah and i think i honestly like truly stand by this that my favorite part about christmas is just like everyone being together yeah. That's fun. Yeah. And like the little traditions, like the meals that we eat and like mm -hmm. the things that we do. That's the best part about Christmas. It's not like the like 30 minutes that you open gifts and then your serotonin, your, what is it? Yeah, yeah. Serotonin is so <laughs> high. And then it crashes yeah. right after because it's only temporary, those things. Like getting a new thing makes you happy for like five minutes and then you're like, yeah. real life is still real alive life. and well, yeah. you know? Yeah. 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 So that's so true. And then, like, sometimes it's even difficult to try to fit that thing into your life already. So it's, yeah. like, if you already feel like you have, like, a full life and, like, you are you're, you don't have enough time and then someone gives you something and you're, like, okay, fuck, now, now I, I have, have a new hobby. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now I have to find out how I'm going to fit this into my life. That could be another stressor. Mm -hmm. Yep. Trying to fit these things in. It's just a lot. It's just a lot. And so I did a little digging. Um, and we actually have the industrial revolution to blame for this and also the victorians <laughs> it was during the victorian oh, the era victorians. Mm. yeah um 
yeah, so basically Santa Claus, gift giving, and having time off work, which that part I appreciate, um, Mm -hmm. were created in the Victorian era. Era. Not era. Era. (laughs) The great Victorian era. (laughs) I mean, maybe. (laughs) So the original intent of gift giving, which this I love, okay? The original intent was for rich families to buy gifts and distribute to the poor as a way to equalize wealth. Oh, wait, what? Why did Great idea. <laughs> Great idea. That aligns with Jesus. Hell yeah. Aligns with equitable <laughs> spending. I don't know. Yes. I don't know. It's just, <laughs> it sounds like a better system to do things. And it sounds like more of the spirit of Christmas. And yeah. I love opportunities to redistribute wealth. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. I don't know Give why. Back we, to the community. I know why we stopped doing this, but I wish we kept doing this. So basically why we stopped doing it was, um, so factories, factories were a thing, right? Mm -hmm. Industrial revolution, creative factories. When Christmas at first, when they started getting time off, factories hated this because these were days that workers didn't come in. They weren't making money, weren't being productive. things. Yeah. Yeah. So factories did everything they could to try to end Christmas. But then (laughs) they realized that instead of ending Christmas, they could capitalize off of Christmas and extend it and make Christmas about spending. So now they don't hate the closures because they make so much money off of Christmas because all of their workers go home with the money that they made and spend it on products. And they end up making more money. The factories. The economy is a magical evil place (laughs) yeah yeah that's so Mm -hmm. oh these people how do they come up with this shit like i just don't understand how you change the the way an entire population thinks it's just so amazing and it's so eh, not good not good yes not good and then santa claus this is like a side story. It's not totally relevant. But it was a tradition that was brought over by Dutch settlers. Um, and they had a folk story about Sinterklaas. And it just oh. got co-opted and became Santa Claus. Oh. Santa. Santa Claus. Yeah. And that's, cool. that's why we do cool. Santa Claus. Um, so, yeah. Wow. Christmas is the big kahuna of holidays. But I still have beef with the other holidays. They are not safe here. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> this is not a safe space. <laughs> yeah. So, as I said at the beginning, there is never not a holiday. Big big box stores, malls, businesses are always celebrating something. And it yeah, pisses me off. Like, Halloween, Halloween decorations come out in August. Yeah. In my local insane. Canadian tire, it's already Christmas. Halloween what? decorations are gone. It is just Christmas decorations. Halloween has not happened yet, guys. It is October 27th right now. Halloween has oh not happened. God. And it is Christmas in Canadian time. Yeah. Yeah. If you don't... Like, what are, what are people supposed to do? Procrastinators. No. Mm-hmm. Sorry. You missed your chance. Christmas now. In October, guys. October. Yikes. Christmas. I can't. Fast. I can't. I can't. And even Halloween is about, like, buying decorations and buying treats and giving treats. It's yeah, all about consumption. Yeah. Buy candy. So you can get, oh my god, so the kids can come to your door and get the candy. Oh my god, we're introducing the children to capitalism <laughs> through <laughs> Halloween. Like, oh. 
And Black Friday, guys? Disgusting. Mm. What is Black Friday? I, I get we get really good know. deals. But it's attached it's not- onto Thanksgiving. Christmas. American Thanksgiving. Oh. No, it's American Thanksgiving is the same as, like, it's Black Friday. They have Black Friday right. and then Thanksgiving in the same weekend. Yeah, like, I don't... He literally created a capitalist holiday. You took yeah. Thanksgiving, an already kind of like, weird okay. holiday, yeah. and created capitalism on steroids. Yeah, literally. I don't know what it is about Black Friday that people like just go crazy for. I, the, the crazy deals on crazy shoes. People use it to buy Christmas presents, too. I'm oh, like, you had to God. create a holiday for a holiday? <laughs> I can't. I can't, guys. I have no more money. I have no more excitement. (laughs) Like, there's just, it's just, there's never ending. There's Easter, Mother's Day, Canada Day, Fourth of July, Father's Day, Labor Day, Thanksgiving, Black Friday, Christmas. And then there's birthdays and, like, school holidays on top of that. I, I cannot. I cannot. And then there's this other new phenomenon about how literally every single day of the year is a holiday. Like, National Boyfriend Day, National Coffee Day, National Dog Day. Day. We don't have to always be celebrating these things. Yeah, that's true. So I looked into these, what they're called as micro-holidays. That's their official name. Okay. And um, interestingly enough, the internet did not start them. I thought it was an internet thing. I thought so, too. It existed before the internet. So it all came from this idea. That the industrialists hated holidays. Until they had that amazing idea that, wait, holidays we can capitalize off of and use. So then they started using holidays as an opportunity to sell things. And they started creating all these little mini holidays as an excuse to, like, offer a deal or put out some random marketing. Hmm. Um, Yeah. So it's basically an excuse... To remind people that you exist, you know? <laughs> like if you're a tequila company, you, you can be money. like, hey guys, National Tequila Day. Oh Here's God. a coupon. <gasps> it's that's and it works. And it, it works. works too, because people it are works. like, Oh, it's tequila day. What a amazing. Let's go buy tequila. To tequila. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. Shit, these people have us in a chokehold. <laughs> and Mother's Day? It's a yeah. fake holiday, you guys fake holiday it started as one of these so it was a day um that a school teacher had chosen because she wanted to honor her mother who had recently passed away which is nice a very nice sentiment nothing against that um and so some flower and card companies caught on and they like tried to help her um so at first she was really nice about it and like accepted the help because obviously she wanted this thing to honor her mom yeah um and then in 1941 it became a national holiday um, but she ended up actually campaigning against Mother's Day at the end because capitalism had taken oh. it so far away from what she had intended that she oh. campaigned against the thing that she created. Because that it just came, so it just sad. became like buy things, sell things. Yeah, yeah. And she and was like, like, no, this is supposed to be like a day to honor somebody. But now it's just about sales. Oh, my God. Yeah. So Mother's That's Day, kind of fake holiday. You can be nice to your mom any day of the year. <laughs> yeah, that's true. You don't need to wait for Mother's Day. God. Um, and if you want your own national holiday, you can pay 1500 to $4,000 to declare your own national holiday with the oh. National Day Calendar. What is that? Another business. Taking your money. 
selling you a fake holiday. Selling you a um, holiday? So that That's you can so sell things to other people. It's weird. How did they manage to capitalize on every single part of the holiday right? industry? They're even selling holidays. Right. They're selling holidays. You can you can buy holidays. Dude. You can buy things for the holiday really, and you can like, buy the holiday. Blowing my mind about how meaningless holidays are. <laughs> That's so insane. Yeah. So That's pretty much it. That's pretty much all I have. I'm just, I'm so tired (laughs) of holidays. (laughs) And Christmas is coming. Mm -hmm. And, you know, family, if you're listening, I do love you. But, like, it's really stressful. It's so stressful. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I I don't, yeah. Gift giving, money. You just give Travel, pressure, stress. Yeah. You're already traveling there, too. Fuck, man. That's a lot. In Poland, they have um, name days as well. Each day of the year is reserved for a different name. And you have to remember that on top of someone else's birthday when their name day is. And they get like a special little gift or something like that. Little present honoring their name. Like it's (laughs) cute. It's cute. But yeah, I just want like, can we just... Can we Normalize gift giving without occasion. And I like stop that. giving gifts with occasion. Mm-hmm. I think like that would be better. Something... The thoughts there a little yeah, bit more. Definitely. Because you saw an item and you're like, oh, yeah. that reminds me of this person. I'm just going to get it for them. Yeah. But now if you see that item, you're like, that reminds me of this person. I'm going to save that for Christmas. Yeah. That's what happens instead of just giving it. And then sometimes you forget. I forget most of the time. Yeah, I forget too. I'm like, what was that thing I saw that I thought would be really cool three months ago? <laughs> exactly. That's me like two weeks before Christmas. I'm like, what were those things that I had decided? <laughs> and then I can't remember them. And then I panic buy. And oh my sometimes gosh. they're really not good gifts. But Yeah, I panic buy too sometimes. It's rough. It's also Christmas has created a monster. And for anyone that works in the customer service industry... There is no spirit of Christmas. Like, people get so angry around the holidays. It's supposed to be a nice time where you're nice to other people. Mm-hmm. But people get stressed. It's built on the tradition that, like, more wealthy people are supposed to give <laughs> to people who are struggling a little bit more. Everyone in the service industry is struggling a little bit. You could at least be nice to them. Don't yell at yeah. them, please. Holiday season is so awful to work. And it shouldn't That's be. So it should be happy to work because it's the holiday season. People yeah, should be people nicer. Should be nice. I agree. <sighs> Not I totally neither. agree. But instead they're so stressed out about money and about getting things for someone yeah, and about if which they're gonna I don't, like it. Exactly. I don't totally blame them for getting stressed out. No, it is yeah, like yeah. they are a product of the machine, you know, the monster mm-hmm. that created them. But at the same time, like <laughs> let's just let's all just stop. Take take a breath, overlook the mm-hmm. situation. That was that was Ed Sheeran. I think that was. I was gonna him. say. <laughs> um, <laughs> I was like trying to think of what the next lyric was because mixing business and feelings will only lead to complications. <laughs> yes. Yes. Exactly. Exactly. So, Ed yeah. Sheeran said it best. Maybe maybe cancel not cancel Christmas. I don't want to start that. I don't want to. Oh, you're, the cross you're going for that on one. the cancel Christmas train, huh? Um, but let's rethink. Yes. Rethink let's rethink Christmas. these capitalist holidays mm. thank you for and coming thanks. to my ted talk slash rant 
about that was holidays. I, we're really uh, getting sorry, back to I the roots of the podcast. <laughs> For everyone, yeah. Yeah, I think we've just been gorgeous going through it lately. We're both just angry. Yeah. We're like, let me yell about something. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to do research. <laughs> let me yell. Literally. <laughs> time for the second half of the podcast and um i actually also have a little bit of an opinion for you backed up by kind of a story except the story is completely irrelevant to the opinion but it all circles around one (laughs) (laughs) this podcast is whatever we make of it guys accept the randomness of the universe into your lives and just accept we're just gonna go down this road and you know sometimes when i say things out loud to courtney she helps me come to a legit conclusion so we'll see if that happens (laughs) (laughs) so um this week i just want to say like fuck you apple um fuck you apple co apple company by steve jobs you did it you did something amazing and it's just you did something into shit by this point like i think it started off as a beautiful beautiful innovation you know the computer it was user friendly you could go on the internet easily you know there was color there was a keyboard you could carry it like it started off really cool and then the portable music it was like better than the uh, than the mp3 player like there was a touch screen there was apple itunes you could buy music you it was just amazing it was Mm -hmm. groundbreaking it was literally incredible for technology such an incredible time for technology you know when progress didn't come to a complete halt like where we're at now um <laughs> yeah and <laughs> and apple is a good example such a good example <laughs> and i just want to talk to you guys about how apple is at a complete standstill with the rest of the freaking tech industry and they are still managing to capitalize on their standstills and on their mistakes and on their issues that they're having their they're regressions to make money yeah off of their fucking regressions like okay so um it all yes. started a couple weeks ago when i saw this tiktok about the new macbook pro being released and this hit <laughs> I'm so angry about this too. chord with me and courtney because mm-hmm. we both bought the macbook pro with yes this is also a capitalist whatever randomness of the universe accept it so we both <laughs> bought the macbook pro with this freaking touchpad on it okay and the touchpad there's a couple of things that I hate about the MacBook Pro. The touchpad is one of them. The USB-C mm. ports is another. Mm-hmm. And the keyboard as well, I didn't love at first because it's not as bouncy yeah. as other keyboards. It's very flat. Also just the and whole thing. Yeah. Yes. And the whole thing is also kind of garbage. It heats up within moments of turning it on. <laughs> it starts to freak out. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah like our zoom literally lags for like three minutes sometimes and we have nothing salvageable like <laughs> i think pretty sure that's the freaking macbook's problem so let's um let's start with the USB-C ports so here's what happened with this you go into apple mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and they tell you that these USB-C ports are the future. And if you yeah. buy a laptop with USB-C ports, it's so convenient because it's everything in one. And in five years, the whole world is going to have the USB-C ports and you are going to be ahead of the curb. All of society will be like, damn, that was a go-getter girl. That was a trendsetter <laughs> girl. And this is the most convenient decision 
you will ever make in your life because you will only need to plug in one thing into another and that's it. Mm-mm. That is what they tell you at the Apple store. What? So what was that? What would you call that, Courtney? <laughs> Lies? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I might I might call that a lie. First of all, because it does not make things more convenient. I have to buy things to plug things in. I cannot plug anything into my Mac except for my charger and the dongle that I had to buy so oh, I can plug other dongle. things into it. And then if you want something else, you have to get another dongle. Yeah. Instead of just giving me the port, I have to buy a dongle. It's so I have to buy things annoying. to plug things. I have to... I Yeah. Literally mm-hmm. the worst decision I've ever made, probably, I hate, to be honest. Like, I hate it. So much. So stupid. It's the worst. It's literally the worst. Like, the only good thing is that I can plug my charger into any hole. That's it. Yeah, that's, that's about it. the only convenient thing. But they could have just done that by adding... They could have still used I, USB-C ports on either and added USB. I also uh, don't need that feature. HDMI. It's cool, but I don't need to do that. I can plug no. it into the same port. It's okay. <laughs> I've been doing that for years. It's fine. I still the pretty Ma- much only use one. Even yeah, though I can do any. <laughs> I'm like, this one. This is the charging one. <laughs> this is the charging one. And the rest of the world, forget whatever. And it's so, oh, God, it's so annoying. And, like, honestly, I kind of miss the USB, I think. I think maybe they were doing it to get rid of the USB to promote their iCloud. Because on USBs, <laughs> you used to be able to put things on USBs. Like those things were time capsules. I still find USB sometimes and I like plug it in and it's a project from grade six or some amazing right? little thing. And it was just like convenient for storage. You could store a bunch of photos, you could store whatever and you pay for it once. You pay $6.99. <laughs> nice. <laughs> and then, <laughs> I don't know where that came from. Um, and then that's it. You have storage forever. You have like 25 gigabytes of storage for $6.99, one-time cost, and you're fucking set for life pretty much. Well, for a while. Depends on how much stuff you have. There was less stuff back in the day. You might have to buy another one, but that's okay. That's totally fine. And then you'll have a bunch of USBs and you can label them and they make sense and everything is in like one location. You can give them to people. Yeah, a little gift. That's a thoughtful gift. Unlike the freaking iCloud, which is literally just a scam. Like, you have to yeah. pay money to, like, monthly they, to keep your stuff there. It's like they hold things hostage, honestly, because, like, with my Google, with my Google right now, Google at first was like, we'll never charge you for storage. You yeah, have unlimited storage. And I, I was like, thank you, Google. shit, too. Yes, yes. And then yes. randomly, like, last year, they were like, by the way, we are now putting a cap on our storage. Everything up until now is fine. But when you start adding more stuff, you will have to pay for it. And at this point, I'm like, these are all my things. Like, I can't just delete my things. Like, what do you mean? So you're, like, forced to pay for them if you don't want to delete, like, all your memories. So it's basically holding things hostage. It's such bullshit, too. Like, if you want this, you got to pay. I don't think that stuff ever truly gets deleted. Like, I have a theory that even if they're like, oh, well, if you don't pay for the iCloud, we're going to delete all your shit. I don't think that that's possible. I don't think you can actually get rid of, like, a file or anything. Like, you can always recover it. You know what I mean? Like... I've deleted so many things and they've been recoverable. Yeah. Like they're always somewhere on the hard drive on your core uh, fucking Excel, yeah. Mac OS computer. Like they're always hidden somewhere else. Like it's deleted, recently deleted, trash, and then like absolute <laughs> recovery. In the and last then, like, 30 decode. days. Yeah. Yeah. And like they're, it's always just around. So if you're going to be keeping the stuff anyways, why do I have to fucking pay for it? Like this was all a ploy. This was all a part of their USB-C bullshit mm-hmm. because they just wanted people to start paying for the iCloud. 
anyways the touchpad on the macbook yeah the 20 um what is this the 2017 macbook if you're listening to this apple in the future you fucked up it's literally useless (laughs) (laughs) it's the worst thing ever i don't even know how they sold me on this but (laughs) but like the only good thing about it is that you can log in with your fingerprint a little bit convenient not super convenient Mm -hmm. it's a little fun you know it's nice you don't have to always type in your password although sometimes you randomly do um and like everything else about it is just kind of the worst like let me tell you if you get a touchpad you're going to miss having buttons or as they explain it in their launch video where they launch the new macbook pro with the buttons they're getting rid of the touchpad the launch video was literally just 20 minutes of them being like, oh, people hated the touchpad. And uh, we want a more tactile feel like the old MacBooks. We learned that people used to enjoy clicking buttons and that the blah, 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 blah. And we're adding more ports. You know what they did, though? They didn't They didn't even do that. The part that pissed me off so much is they framed the things that they were doing as innovations, as like original ideas. They were like, our pro users like buttons or like our pro users work better with buttons so we've added this to our new mac when really what you did is you realized you fucked up and you're bringing back the old thing but you framed it as an innovation when it's not an innovation and they framed the they framed the adding back usb-c and hdmi and all those all that good stuff as an innovation as well yeah they were like like, our pro users need these ports to do their work they're like we know is more productivity we know (laughs) More That's what we've been saying. Things, like, I can't. Not an right original after. thought, Apple. <laughs> yeah, literally. Re the past fifty years of computers. Like what? Oh. And after they fucking put out all these dongles, all these fucking attachments, like they made so much money off of dongles. I can only imagine. And now and they're now, like, what am I gonna do with my dongles? That's the That's thing. the other thing. I bought all of these dongles and now you're saying I don't need them? Watch. In another five years, you're going to take the ports away again and I'm going to have to buy new dongles. Oh my god. I wonder if they're just doing back and forth. I bet that's what they're going to do. I bet (laughs) it is what they're going to do because like they are moving backwards and that's so not like Apple. They are so the people to stick with their freaking decisions and to see out to the end. Like the touchpad, Mm -hmm. I honestly think it has a lot of potential. It sucks right now. It's the first iteration of the touchpad, but instead of trying to fix it and trying to make it better, better, they just gave up on it completely. Like you could definitely try to make this thing better. Like it's just like it's just a little mini touch screen like i don't know how you can fix it i'm not a freaking computer innovator but like i'm sure there's been a million ideas about how to just like make it work better and how to integrate it better with all your files and with like the colors and with typing and texting and like try (laughs) just try something because they obviously didn't put any thought or effort into releasing this one (laughs) we were the guinea pigs for this took the shell of the old mac and put like a new hard drive and like processing process i don't know what it's called mm-hmm. ram all that stuff sure, they yeah, put a new probably. one of those inside yeah. the shell of the old one and then we're like innovation 
No, it would have been better if they were <laughs> I like... I hate them. <laughs> if they had just been honest about it and been like, we heard your feedback. You don't yeah. like this. We're bringing back the buttons. Guys, own it. Own it. If you're bringing it back, like, yeah. I appreciate you bringing it back, but I hate that they packaged it as innovation. And I, I totally agree with agree. you. I think that, like, Steve Jobs is probably rolling in his grave right now. Being yeah. like, what the fuck are you doing with my company? Like, he was so, like, push it. He wanted to push the envelope, you know? Yeah. Create things that were cool. It. Mm. And Apple's been playing it safe for so many years. Like, yeah. new iPhones, literally every single time there's a new iPhone, they're like, we upgraded the camera. That's yep. it. That's all Same iPhone, new camera. Mm-hmm. Every single time. It's so, like, not where Where is They've the innovation? they completely lost I'm, their edge. I'm not... There is no innovation whatsoever anymore. Like, they tried with the touchpad. They did try. And it's not fucking working. Like, I don't even think the USB-C ports was a crazy innovation either. I think that was no. just, like, a... They were like, let's it's try this. Nothing. This is different. Yeah. <laughs> That's not really innovation, innovation, but it's different. God. Uh, so freaking dumb. Them. Apple. And the keyboard on the MacBook, Stupid. it gets stuck. Um, I hate the keyboard. <laughs> first of all, the Don't keyboard sucks because it's not very bouncy. The keyboard is literally the worst. And second of all, um, when I first got my laptop, it was like the buttons were getting stuck. And I went to Apple and I was like, hey, guys, the buttons are getting stuck. And they were like, oh, okay, we'll replace it for you for free. I was like, what the fuck are you talking about for free? This yeah, shit is supposed to cost like $500. Problem. But they were just like, no, oh, no, don't worry about it. We'll fix it for you for free. There is this secret clause that you have never heard of on your laptop that tells you within two years of purchasing, if something happens with the keyboard, then you're able to get it replaced for free. Did they tell me this at the time of purchasing? No. I uh-uh. have a theory that they just like randomly have access to everybody's macbooks and just threw this freaking guarantee onto everybody's macbooks just in case they needed to pull it up in the apple store to pretend like they didn't make a mistake in the manufacturing this whole when laptop did. is just lazy it is literally did. just and honestly, laziness they they fix like they even before this launch they brought back the old keyboard like our computer oh that we have God. the 2017 janaid has like one that was like bought a year later but it's the same Models so and it has the new key annoying. it has the old keyboard on it they did this for like literally a year realized they fucked all of them up none of them work everyone hates them yeah <laughs> we had to fix all of them because they were all broken oh god that's so and fucked up they like put I don't... the old keyboard back in but just like did it under the they were like shh, shh. don't tell this anyone. is not a launch it's innovation it's not a new thing no don't we're just gonna secretly replace the keyboard it's always been like gonna see people are gonna see and you know what it's honestly a better marketing strategy in some cases um Mm. to say that we hear you to the audience for example kylie jenner's swimwear was released like a month ago and i heard this was like a marketing scheme yes you saw this tiktok too (laughs) yeah (laughs) so um basically she released it um and it's all see-through and it's like all looks really terrible and it's only made for like one specific body type and like the people Mm. with any other body type just like don't look good in it you gotta photoshop it (laughs) and the main thing is that it's see-through right and people are saying that this is a big old marketing scheme because every single time someone buys it and someone posts a bad review about it is another opportunity for kylie to be like you guys i heard you and now i'm Mm. gonna release a better one which is her plan all freaking long because like now all this publicity is being built and then she's going to be able to release a better product, which was probably yeah. the original product. Like, I fully believe that they released a shitty product on purpose to build up the hype, free publicity from all these people still mm-hmm. managing to make money because now people want to make bad reviews on it. And, and then people are going to buy the new one being like, ooh, let's see what happened this time. Like, I want to mm-hmm. see if this is better. And Kylie looks Smart. like the good guy. 
She's like, yeah. I heard you guys. It looks like she's being really attentive to her fans and really like mm-hmm. listening to everybody. But really, it's not. And also, who sells bikinis? Who launches bikinis in the off season? It's winter. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's another reason why they were like, this is probably a marketing scheme. This is a weird time to launch a bikini. <laughs> mm. So Apple, Apple, you could learn one. a few things. They from could learn a few things from Kylie. the masters of business. She's literally the youngest billionaire. Take notes from the Kardashians. <laughs> the Kardashians are doing it better than Apple. That's, <sighs> that's how we know CERN ended the world in 2020. Yeah. <laughs> literally. <laughs> Ugh, yeah. So I just feel like I wasted my money. I think everyone who mm. has a touchpad should get a free MacBook <laughs> because we were the guinea pigs. In we this. were personally victimized by yeah. Apple. <laughs> Raise your hand if you've ever felt personally victimized by Regina George. <laughs> like, I don't know. They, I don't even know if they expected it to function properly, if they tested the product at all, or if they were just gave it to us and they were like, ah, they'll figure it out. Steve Jobs would not stand for this. Apple is going backwards. The, their phones are getting bigger. And, like, it's stupid, too. Because remember when people were amazed that, like, phones are so small. Well, look at this Blackberry. It's so convenient. And it's pocket size. Now, your phone is, it's like, bigger. clutch size. Like, you can't yeah. put it in your pocket anymore. You need two hands. <laughs> yeah. There's no hand. One hand takes two. It's bad for your wrists, too. My friends, my 23-year-old friends are getting freaking carpal tunnel because their phones are too heavy for their delicate little wrists. So, <laughs> think about this shit, out. We fucked up so much, guys. Yeah. Society... We, yeah. It's so weird. It's going backwards. Fuck you. So upon looking up this like beef with Apple, I came across Mm. this other beef, which I'm now going to share with you guys, which is their beef with Spotify. Yeah, you thought that was it, huh? (laughs) (laughs) So they have had some beef in the music industry for like a while. And I like to look up uh, music industry drama. So this is the Mm. 16 year beef between Spotify and Apple Music. (laughs) And also Taylor Swift. Is Spotify 16 years old? Um, I think it's a little younger. It was released in 2006, so. Spotify was released in 2006. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. So before Apple Music, <laughs> there was, let's not do the math, there was iTunes. And before mm-hmm. iTunes, music was free slash illegal. <laughs> <laughs> to download there was cds yeah exactly there were cds you could buy it or you could if you were like tech savvy enough you could torrent it and you could download mm-hmm. it from fun places mm-hmm. like napster and limewire my personal favorite and it was like yeah, yeah it's just it's just kind of how it was so then in 2001 itunes was released and then um they like rejigged the whole society into making it like seem like it was better than free because your money mm-hmm. is going directly to the artists and they're really like selling like the artist on this and they're like yeah like you want to support your favorite <laughs> artist don't you like come pay for the music through iTunes and people were like oh fuck yeah this is sick and then in 2006 Spotify was founded and it was a streaming service which is even cooler mm-hmm. than iTunes because on iTunes you can only listen to music that you buy but on Spotify yeah. you could listen to anything but it was ad supported whereas itunes no ads made you pay for what you wanted to listen to spotify streaming is literally just a spotify free like version that we have right now and it took two ish years for spotify to be allowed on apple's app store because of the potential to like fuck up their entire pay model on itunes yeah yeah and like um 
in in 2014, Taylor Swift got involved and she made like a little sassy and quirky remark. She was going back and forth between these two. And she was saying that music should not be free. And like, there's other smaller artists who should be making real money off of this stuff. Mm-hmm. And when she released her album, 1989, she released it only on iTunes. And everyone was like, oh, shit, Spotify is the enemy. Oh, my God. And then a month later, she pulls all of her music from spotify and she's like from streaming yeah and she's like streaming is just an experiment like there's no way that like people are like making money off this blah 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 like she wanted people to purchase it from itunes like only so she pretty much sided with apple yeah um and she was like i don't want to put my life's work into like this experiment or whatever um and she throughout this continuously flip-flops between the two of them <laughs> but she's it was just a hard time because she didn't know what the trend was going to be you know yeah and she just caught herself into this like service war and decided to stick up for the little guys which is nice but honestly i think her involvement was more for like entertainment purposes mm. than anything like legal but people claim that she kicked off the streaming war of like 2015 16 yeah <laughs> And um, while she was off of Spotify, Spotify actually took it pretty well. They titled a playlist called Songs to Play While Taylor is Away. <laughs> Honestly, about, is that Spotify so playlists are real good. They know yeah. they know how to craft a playlist. They do that well. Sometimes. I struggle with... Sometimes they fuck me. Like, sometimes girl. I get really good Spotify playlists, and then sometimes it's mm-hmm. they think I'm, like, literally a 13-year-old girl who's in her feelings all the time. And I'm like, I don't want to um, listen to... It's probably like, because of all the One Direction that you have. I don't think they're doing that point. wrong. That's probably perfectly <laughs> crafted for you. <laughs> but they should know. They should Based have data on, on One Direction fans. You know, they've aged. <laughs> but yeah, mm, that's a good point. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> I guess that's true. I guess. That's, but that's the, I don't want to stop listening to whatever. Um, <laughs> so I guess the algorithm has got me. Has got me good. Um, yeah. And then six months later, Taylor Swift put all of her music back on Spotify very civil very quietly just released it all back Mm. and there was no gloating on spotify's part either they simply said made a playlist with all of her hits and they said she's back stream all her hits here no hard feelings nothing like that it was all good love that but the main beef that spotify and apple had is that apple gets 30 percent of the revenue from purchases made with your apple id so that okay. means that Spotify has been fighting this entire like 30% thing for almost a decade now. And it started mm-hmm. in 2015 when they sent an email to all of their iOS users asking mm-hmm. them to unsubscribe from their Apple ID Spotify and resubscribe on the website so that Spotify could get like the full revenue and bypass the 30% fee for being in Ooh. the App Store kind of shady that's interesting (laughs) i know and so like apple Mm. is apple was like this is fucking stupid because they charge everyone who makes money off of the app store a 30 percent fee for like safe transactions for just like being able to exist on the app store for profits capitalism yeah of course profit capitalism nothing's free in this world nope absolutely that'll cost you (laughs) yeah (laughs) um And then, apparently, Spotify threatened legal action because Apple rejected an app update, which would lead users to the website to pay instead of paying through, like, the paid um, 
iOS membership or whatever. So Spotify had to redo the update and casually mention that you can't get a membership on the app. And that's it. They didn't say how you could get a membership, but they were just like, sorry, we know it's inconvenient, but you can't get a membership here. And then people just had to figure it out on their own. And to this day, you actually can't get a Spotify subscription on the app and you have to do it online, at least in my experience. Maybe I'm just not smart enough to <laughs> go around it and buy it with my iOS. Yeah, I think I signed up on like ID? a computer before I, I downloaded yeah. it. So, And it's all because Spotify wants to avoid this 30% fee through the app store. And yeah, so th- that was that was a little bit of the beef still ongoing today. In the same year mm. that Apple launches Apple Music, which is basically yeah. the exact same thing Spotify. as Spotify. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, worse. Y- yes, in yes, my opinion. Thank you. <laughs> I agree. It just undownloads all my music randomly. I had to stop using it. I was like, this is oh. dumb. Um, the CEO, the, the year that that happened, the CEO of Spotify iconically tweeted, oh, okay, period. <laughs> This is a slap in the face, bro. And then Taylor Swift backs away from Apple Music. And and after they announced the three-month free trial, she was like, it's unfair that artists are going to be working for free. (laughs) And then eventually there was peace when she realized that this was the new norm and that, like, streaming is just where things are going to be. Um. Then, a little bit more beef, in 2016, Apple, in a move I can only describe as petty to the core, (laughs) go to the copyright board and submit a proposal to get streaming services to pay money, like more money than they were originally per 100 plays. And this move would Mm. only affect Spotify negatively because Apple is pretty much a giant at this point. They have a lot of other products that they could pool their money into into Apple Music. And also, Apple has a bunch of private deals worked through with a bunch of record labels, meaning they wouldn't Mm. have to go through the system that they were proposing. And <laughs> the article and that system a... looks like they're like standing up for the artists too. Yeah, because they're like, you oh. need to pay more for streaming. I know. That's cheeky. Isn't that cheating? And the uh, the article that I got this information from called it a slow, agonizing death for Spotify. Because <laughs> oh. it would have been so slow and so agonizing to like have to go through that. And it was mm. yeah, it was just it was just sus. Um, it didn't go through, um, luckily, because maybe people realized that this was uh, fucked. But it's crazy that Apple put in the effort for a proposal to go to court to pay for lawyers That's to try funny. to get this through the copyright board. I know. And then they allegedly started punishing artists. Spotify allegedly started punishing artists who were on Apple Music by promoting their music less on Spotify. Hmm. Apple uh, denied these, or Spotify denies these claims. <laughs> of course they do. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, recently, Apple posted on their website an entire press release based on this whole like 30% situation that's been going on mm-hmm. for years. And they were just, it was basically seen as like a slam dunk and like a win for Apple because they were saying that 30% cut being taken away is so unfair. Every app pays it who's in the Apple store. The majority of Spotify users are. Um, free users so they're ad supported and none of the ad revenue goes to Mm -hmm. apple it all just goes to directly to spotify and they also said that spotify wouldn't be in business today if they if it wasn't for the apple store ecosystem which i think is fucking true (laughs) and the fees that they're paying are only a fraction um since like a lot of people haven't figured out how to pay for spotify through the app store like me so they're still Mm -hmm. doing a lot of like legwork to 
promote yeah. the app and like secure payment, all that stuff, all that stuff. So, yeah. Um, Maybe recently, yeah. That's 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 the beef, pretty much. Maybe Apple should stop devoting so much of their energy to trying to kill Spotify and like actually make a computer that works. Just an idea. You're probably going to make more money off of it. <laughs> I don't really care that you have beef with Spotify. I'm still going to yeah, use Spotify. Literally. Um, yeah, Spotify is only big because they're on your platform, but that's also because that's pretty much the case for most apps, you know? Mm-hmm. You can't be like, like I made you. Way. Like, mm-hmm. that's just how the world works. I don't know. I feel yeah. like that's not a very good argument when, like, they're know. the only platform. People are just like, yeah, literally. There's a lot of people are like slamming Apple for being a non-competitive environment and for not fostering innovation because of the amount of like patents yeah. that they've been putting on things. They yeah. throw are you just mad that Spotify thought of it anything. first? Probably. <laughs> <laughs> yeah and they're just trying to like slow key take them down so people are forced to join the lesser good <laughs> apple music no offense to apple music but not as good yeah miss the mark yeah miss the mark and yeah that's that's pretty much it there's just like two more things that i want to say and i'll make it quick yeah. so one of them is yeah, just go. the planned obsolete obsolescence thing where they um like purposefully make their updates so that the older versions ah. of things run slower annoying this has been proven to be a true thing and it's very annoying and apparently this youtuber discovered that with a new iphone 12 if you try to replace a camera or a battery or anything with an identical piece from another iphone the phone malfunctions and according to internal apple documents this is these things can only be done by approved technicians and then they have to change they have to like plug something in and create a new code so that mm. the configuration can happen properly so you can't go get it fixed at like... yeah for cheap you have to go to the apple store to get it fixed otherwise your phone will start to we malfunction don't... and then you have no to buy one a new one anyways anymore right pardon me no one owns things anymore you buy a phone you really don't own it you pay your money for it but you don't own it if i it breaks, love that you need to go get it fixed only with this specific group of people how dare you make your own decision about where you get it fixed yeah it's like this is my piece of technology yeah yeah they should work we shouldn't be held down like this and to be like forced to do only what they want us to do only where they want us to buy the things it's just exhausting and the last thing is the apple pencil Um, I recently have been lucky enough to get an iPad for my birthday, and um, I got the Apple Pencil as well. got the new Mm. one, and it has one of these touchpad type of situations where there is an invisible button where if you press it twice, and it's right where you hold the Apple Pencil too, and if you press it twice, it switches between the eraser and the pen tool, paintbrush tool, whatever. Good. Not useful literally not useful at all i didn't realize how much i moved the pencil around in my hand until i accidentally started erasing my drawing like (laughs) it's so annoying and then they have the option to turn it off everybody turns it off just don't just make better products (laughs) they make these things for no reason and then call it innovation and charge you extra for it and then people end up turning it off anyways so that they don't need it yeah that was this innovation 
it ain't it ain't it ain't i think it's we should that keep, simple it ain't innovation. I, yeah i say i honestly at this point thank you to people who are still buying windows because windows and like other kind of computer systems and androids and stuff like that they are the only people who are like trying to force apple to do better you know like they're mm-hmm. the only people who have any power to create a more competitive business ecosystem oh god i hate the way i'm sounding but still we need competitive <laughs> businesses but apple also like growing. locks you in like once you get yeah. an apple you, you you can't get out it's you just can. it's almost like a cult like you buy one thing apple and that's it that's it for that's you you're so apple true you're that's apple so true. all of your things need to be apple you'll never be able to go back because they're mm-hmm. gonna make your life a hell if you try to go back to like mm-hmm. transfer all your documents and like make your devices work together oh god you won't be able to you literally will not be able to i hate it too and that is non-competitive yeah it's so annoying how like we're just trying to live our lives and the tech team is just on a whole other level like they don't give a shit about our lives yeah (laughs) they literally don't care about how these things function they're just trying to make money i just want a free macbook at this point like you screwed me (laughs) (laughs) yeah I'm with that. I'll I'll take a free one too. Yeah, nice, that's what, nice. We should start a petition. Free MacBook for everyone who has a free freaking Mac. Mm. Touchpad. Touchpad. Stupid. <laughs> stupid keyboard. The touchpad. Do you use your touchpad like for real? Do you ever use no. it? No. Me neither. Even like to turn down the volume, I use the control on the screen. What? <laughs> <laughs> oh like on youtube you'd rather click the button when no, using the mouse no there's like a little if you go to the top like beside where it says wednesday like october 27th there's like yeah. two little like dialy things if you click that it brings up like your settings your display oh um, my god that's how i use my volume oh siri just turned on for literally no reason i hate siri yeah siri is so bad google did siri google is- well Google and? is so easy to talk to. Siri is stupid. Hmm. <laughs> I don't like Siri. She's so like, they haven't been innovating Siri at all? No. No. Bro, no. that's so we... annoying. And the Siri on the Apple is in a really, on the touchpad is in a really inconvenient place. And right next to delete. So I'll go to delete and I'll just click Siri, Siri randomly. That's the other thing. The buttons on my to touchpad change. What the fuck? Depending on what I'm doing from day to day. I had this like... I don't know how it happened, but at one point you couldn't get controls on there. It was just like apps that you could like. I don't know. I don't know. I have never had that much control or non-control over my touchpad. It just is always <laughs> I, the same. I just don't look at it anymore. I'm like, yeah. that is not <laughs> I something I use. Yes. <laughs> Those buttons yes. are just for looking, not yep. for pressing. It's just to make it look a little prettier, but it is actually uh, very much not useful whatsoever. Mm-hmm. I hate it so much. It's so yeah. annoying. Yeah, and the brightness computers. is hidden. You have to, like, click an extra button to get to the brightness. Like, it's so... <laughs> oh, my God. It's just not... It's just not it. I just don't like it. And, like, it has autocorrect at the top of it. And in one of my documents... Is it autocorrect? Yeah, mine is on autocorrect right now. Usually in Google Docs or whatever. Bruh. I rarely fucking so use it. But it's there. I, I just don't look at my touchpad. <laughs> Probably a good idea. It gets a little weird. Oh, yeah. So there's X's in, like where I'm supposed to fill in answers and stuff for my clients. And mm-hmm. it autocorrects X to xenophobia every time. <laughs> <laughs> what? I don't know. That is such a leap. <laughs> yeah. 
just one letter. They're like, it must be xenophobia. There's no other option. (laughs) This X cannot be here by itself. When in reality, it can. Like, the X is like the multiply symbol. Like, you use X for a lot. X X can be there. X is anything because it's xenophobia. Yeah. (laughs) I'm like, ah. (laughs) So aggressive. Apple, it's okay. It's okay, Apple. Yeah, yeah. Alrighty. So, yeah. That's it. We're on to you. We are super on to you, Apple. We see what you're we're doing. We're watching. Yeah, we're paying attention. We we're still paying for your, your products, out. but we're also... Uh, <laughs> we're locked in. You got us. Yeah. But also, we are unhappy consumers. Fix it. Fix it. Listen to your people. Fix it. Email us. We'll give you our address. You can ship us a new computer. Thank you. I would like this rectified immediately. Space gray, please. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Cool. Oh, yeah, okay. I'll conclude. That brings us to the end of the podcast, everybody. Thank you so much for paying attention and for listening, wherever you are, whatever you're doing. You can follow us on Instagram for more at very.unimportant.people. You can follow us on Twitter at vunimportantppl. And you can email us at hatersclickhere at gmail.com. And that's h-a-t-r-s clickhere at gmail.com. Also remember that we have a Patreon and you can find that on our Instagram. Um, You can go through the link tree on our Instagram page and then look for us on Patreon. For some reason, we're not popping up on the Patreon website. We're working on it. Um, (laughs) And finally, you can find us on TikTok. Make sure you go to our TikTok. Comment some love. Say you're here from the podcast. And we would love to hear it. Yeah. (laughs) We'll respond to you. We love talking to you guys. And that's it for us this week. Have a great... Bye.